Myself podcast. Yeah. Y'all ready to go down this rabbit hole with your boy? <laughs> I know you all, man. That's why you're here. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me. Good boy. The real yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy, the real DI Thoughts to myself. Podcast, man, coming to you with a new episode. Now, this episode is going to be kind of different, man. This isn't advice for gym noobs. This isn't morning motivation. No, 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 no. Today, I'm going to take y'all down the rabbit hole that is my life and tell you about one of the situations that I went through that helped develop me into this awesome, great guy that I am today. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of the day I got kidnapped. Yep, that's right. You heard me right. Talking about the day that I got kidnapped, man. Oh, man. I was just sitting around just thinking about life and thinking about my daughter who recently moved to California, man. And one of, you know, made me, you know how it's strange when certain things lead you back to your childhood, make you think about your childhood. So it made me think about when I was growing up and one of the situations that randomly popped in my head was the day I got kidnapped. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. Let me set the scene for you. I was born in Shelby, North Carolina, man. Small city, or as far at least as I remember, it was a small city, man. It wasn't really a lot to do. It wasn't a lot going on. Everybody knew everybody. Like, as a child, I was just able to roam. I was allowed to roam. This was the 80s. I was born in 80. So, I don't know how old I was at the time. I can't recall. I know I was under 8 because we moved from Shelby, North Carolina when I was 8 years old. So, I don't know exactly how old I was. But I know I was uh, younger than 8. Now, I used I used to have the run of the city when we lived in Shelby, North Carolina. I used to just randomly travel wherever the hell that I wanted. Like, we'd walk across town to the community pool. We'd walk across town to different rec centers, the mall. we go to the mall, look at fish, whatever, whatever. And, you know, nobody was worried about what was going to happen to me where I was. Because, this, this, you know, this was the time period we lived in. You know, so it's even like this is how small the city was. It's been several times where I've been miles away from home on my skateboard, on my bike, or even just walking and just randomly have people that know my mom uh, pick me up and take me home. They're like, hey, it's you Deborah's son. I'm like, yep. And they take me home and it was no big deal. You weren't really too afraid to get into a stranger's car at this time. So, now that you got the gist of it, my neighborhood, my neighborhood was set up. Our house was right here in this plot. The house next door was my grandma's house. The house on the left side of us was my best friend Nicholas' house. Behind our house was just open field, 
Then one of the neighbors had like a garden and some hound dogs. I remember them hound dogs because they used to make a lot of noise and they had like a pen out there in the middle of collard greens and all type of stuff like that. This was my playground, people. This was my wonderland. I used to just go to and fro as I pleased between these three, four houses, man. And it was just, it was nice. It was lovely. I didn't have a care in the world as a child. So, one day, I'm playing outside. We have these bushes that are in front of our house. I don't know what kind of bushes they were, but to me, they were exciting because they were bigger than I was. I was a small kid. And, you know, I was in the G.I. Joe, Thundercat, Transformers and stuff like that. So all this open space was just a perfect world for me to play with my action figures. So I'm out in front of my house, in front of my mom's house, playing with my action figures in this bush that for some reason this bush just intrigued me. I remember this bush vividly. I still don't know what kind of bush it was, but I vividly Remember this bush, it had these little oval-shaped leaves on it that would be like dark green on the top, and then on the side was a lighter green. Like I said, I don't know what it was, but I'm out here playing with these bushes. So I'm out here playing with these bushes, and a car pulls up. Pulls up and stops behind me. And I look back, and I hear someone in the car say, Hey, Aren't you Deborah's son? Now, like I told you before, this wasn't strange for me to hear because my mom was not per, uh, my mom was pretty popular and not in a weird way. She just knew a whole lot of people. Like at any given time, there'd be you know uh, a group of her friends that might stop by the house and they. You know, party. This was back when kids weren't allowed to hang around adults when they partied. So I don't know what they did. But, you know, our house wasn't the party house, but sometimes on weekends and things like that, you know, my mom, boyfriend, Jim. Jim was this cool ass biker dude with the Jerry Curl. We used to call him Juice. They called him the Juice. Yeah. I, I remember we got. When my mom had sidewalk put in front of our house, Jim came out and put the sidewalk down himself, the juice, and he wrote the juice in the sidewalk. He had badass transams and motorcycles and stuff. So I think Jim sold dope, but that's neither here nor there. So, you know, at times, uh, it, it would be, you know, a good crowd of adults at my house, you know, four or five adults, and they'd just be playing cards or whatever they was doing. Like I said, I wasn't lying in the room. So my mom was pretty popular. She was pretty well known uh, in the city. So it wasn't strange for me that somebody pulled up and asked me, was I uh, Deborah's son? Because I figured they're probably just looking for my mom, trying to figure out where we stay. So I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Then, out of nowhere, somebody jumps out of the car. I cannot remember whether or not there was a male or a female. It was a female driving the car. I know that for sure. But I can't remember who got out of the car. Because it, it all happened so fast. And you know, I'm a kid. So I'm not really, I wasn't really paying much attention to who was in the car. But then somebody jumps out of the car, grabs me, opens the back door, throws me in the back seat, shuts the door. Boom, they pull off. Now I'm scared as shit. I look up, I see my mom 
has ran out of the house and she's running down the street, yelling and screaming, hands waved in the air, chasing this car. The people in the car, they're laughing their asses off, right? I'm balling. I'm balling. I'm all around the back seat. Now, if you remember these old cars, see, like I said, I was born in 80, so this is probably, this can't be no earlier than 86. And you remember those old cars used to have the front seat that was like a sofa. It was just like one big-ass wall for a front seat. So, I was a little dude, so I'm trapped back there. The car is moving, so I'm not thinking to jump out of the car. And it just so happened that the street that we're on is a straightaway. So, they're just zooming down the street. And, you know, I'm looking at all the houses, the churches, the stores that I know passing by. Because this is the only point of reference to how far away from my house I'm going. Because I'm a kid. I don't know distance like that. I just know, you know, when you get down to this certain store in the corner, I'm far away from my house. So to me, I was far away from my house. In reality, I probably was like a mile away from my house at this time. I'm having a fit. So they're driving, they laughing, and I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm screaming. Let me out, let me out, let me out. Calling for my mom, of course. My mom can't hear me, so... I look up, I see a red light. Now I'm plotting my escape. I'm thinking in my little kid mind. When they stop at this red light, I'm jumping the hell out and I'm going to haul ass. Now I know I'm far away from home, but I'd rather take my chances jumping out this car and running than staying in this car. This is what I have, what I have made up in my mind. And like I say, these old school cars... They had the locks with the little pop-up thing. So all I had to do was grab the lock and pull it up. And I'm out this bitch. So that was my plan. As soon as we hit this red light, this car stops. I'm jumping the fuck out. And I'm getting the hell on. You know? So when we approach this red light, I flick that lock up. And I grab the door handle while we're slowing down. And they see me. I moved a little too soon. So... They see me uh, about to jump out of this damn car. So they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't jump out the car. And I'm like, whatever. I'm getting the hell on. At this point, I'm opening the door. I'm opening the door. And this is all like it. You know how when you're doing something and it just feels like it's taking forever to happen this felt like it was taking forever to happen the slow the uh, the car slowing down plotting my escape getting ready to jump out they're like no 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. We're going to take you home. This was just a joke. Did you hear what I said? We're going to take you home. This was just a joke. What type of bullshit is that? So, this lets you know how much of a kid I was. I bought it. I was like, 
you really gonna take me home? And they're like, yeah, we're gonna take you home. I know your mom, we're friends, we're all cool. We're just playing the prank on her. We're gonna take you home. And they turn the car around and they start heading back towards my house. So the closer and closer we get to my house, the more and more relaxed and relieved I'm becoming. And they're talking about how, you know, oh, your mom's gonna have a fit. We know how your mom's gonna trip out. See, turns out these were my mom's friends. And they knew how my mom felt about me. In my household, I was known as Baby Jesus. I had these long uh, flowing locks as a young boy. I don't know how. I don't remember them because they cut them, you know, before my memory kicked in. But apparently, I had this uh, this long flowing hair. And I was the miracle baby. And my mother was told that she could not have any more children. After my uh, my two sisters was born, she was told she couldn't have any more children. And then, boom, I pop up. She's pregnant again with a baby boy. And it's me, Black Jesus. So, everybody knew how crazy my mother was about me. So, her friends decided that they were going to play a prank on my mom. When they were they were headed over to hang out with my mom and they noticed me outside playing by the street and they decided they were gonna play a prank on my mom by snatching up the golden child and driving down the street. And that's exactly what they did. So by the time we get back to the house, all I remember was jumping out the car, hugging my mom, running in the house, cause I'm trying to get the hell away from these people. And uh I don't remember any type of conversation. That my mom had with these people But I know that she st- she's still uh, Cool with these people to this day She recently moved back home To uh, Shelby And She was talking to me one day And she was like I can't remember the lady's name For said life of me But she was like You know Omar never Forgave me for that And I'm like nope bitch There's no way in hell I'm gonna forgive you That was a traumatic experience you know, I probably got PSTD. I have never trusted anybody since the day that I got snatched up and put in that car. I don't deal with strangers. I don't like new people around me. I like to drive my own car everywhere I go. I don't like to ride with nobody, and I don't like nobody to ride with me. So thanks a lot, mom, friend, for messing my head up. <laughs> for messing my head up for life trying to prank my mom. But, yeah. That's the story of how your boy, DeVille D.I., was kidnapped, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, each and every last one of y'all, to DeVille D.I. Thoughts to Myself podcast, man. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Peace.